Hi guys, Eric here, and welcome to the second episode of Eric Rants. I'm continuing on my complete nerdiness and geekiness and talking about the DCEU crossing defense from talking about the MCU's Avengers. The DC Extended Universe, what's wrong? Why aren't they successful as the MCU? Why are their movies, well, bad? That and more... Not really more. Why did I say that and more? There's nothing more. That's all I'm talking about. And it's coming to you right now. The DCEU has been around since 2013. And ever since, it hasn't really done that well. Uh, recently, uh, Jeff Johns stepped down as CCO, uh, Chief Creative Officer. Uh, which, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's like the equivalent of what Kevin Feige is doing in Marvel, in Marvel Studios. So basically, he was the one who was controlling um, how the story is going to go, how the universe is basically going to go, what the direction would be. And now that he stepped down, is it a good thing? Maybe, we'll see in a few years. But but so far, um, apart from Wonder Woman, the DCEU has not really been doing pretty hot. Uh, and Marvel, of course, in comparison, every movie, even if the movie is mediocre or not critically acclaimed, they're just making dough left and right. So, what's up? Why is the DCEU not being su- successful? Although, um, to their in their defense, they've only had five films uh, out. And they started off with Man of Steel back in 2013. The most successful, of course, is Wonder Woman. So why are, the, why are these films so bad And when the characters and the stories that they're portraying are actually pretty good? I'm a fan of Superman. I'm a fan of Batman. These, um, these two particular characters, they have great, um, great storylines. They have great um, comic book incarnations. Um, so many interesting things to delve into, but somehow they're not translated very well into the big screen. And in comparison, Marvel started out with pretty much lesser-known characters. Um, now Tony Stark and Iron Man is such a household name, but before Iron Man came out back in 2008, no one really cared about Tony Stark or Iron Man. If you said Marvel back then, the thing that came to people's minds was probably uh, Spider-Man and the X-Men. So, but the DCEU with Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, all these great characters, but somehow they just can't get it right. Now, um, don't get me wrong. uh, I'm not a hater of DCEU. I want these films to to be good, which is why I was so very happy when Wonder Woman came out and it was... A really, really great film. Uh, and the success of Wonder Woman, it just shows that people are will show up. They will pay over and over and over again to watch a movie repeatedly if, it's, if they make a good movie. So I want the DCEU to succeed. I want them to make good movies. But what's wrong? Now, I know there's probably a bunch of stuff out there that gives their own take on to why... The DCEU is not succeeding, uh, but here's my take on it. Uh, 
here's what I think um, the DCEU should work on. And I hopefully, with uh, Jeff Johns stepping down and with the later films that they're going to release, we're going to see the DCEU thrive and flourish and be successful. Like a little baby going off and being successful in everything they do. You know, awkward reference, uh, uh, but whatever. Anyways, so what's wrong with the DCEU? Um, I think it was just a few days ago, the, Avenger, uh, the Avengers Infinity War writers, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, uh, they were actually asked by Kevin Smith, who is one of the biggest geeks out there, and he's awesome, if they had the chance to fix the DCEU, what would they do? And the the two writers of Avengers Infinity War said... Um, that they would take it one character and one movie at a time. Basically, one character gets their own movie, the next character gets their own movie, they do it like that first, and then they do a team-up combined movie, pretty much what like what Marvel did. And I really think that this is, the, uh, this is at the very core, what, these, what DC has been doing wrong. Um, with all the films that they've been releasing, it... it always feels that this the DCEU is playing catch up with what the MCU has been doing the problem is the MCU has had a had a 5 year start had a 5 year head start so it's really not in their best interest to go and run after what the MCU is doing but it seems like the DCEU jumped the gun and after man of steel they immediately went to batman versus superman where they also included Wonder Woman and introduced a bunch of the Justice League members. And then, um, well, there's the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, and then we get into um, and then we get into Justice League, which just felt really, um, really, really rushed. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot Bay Diana. How did I forget Wonder Woman? So, uh, Wonder Woman first, and then Justice League. Um, so, it really feels like the DCEU is just trying to catch up to what Marvel is doing. And they should have just taken their time. They should have taken their time with these characters, introducing them, introducing each member of the Justice League, instead of just having that sort of weird video thing in Batman vs. Superman, which Diana just watched, and all that stuff. And uh, they seem to be wanting to replicate the success of Avengers, but they just jumped the gun. Um, you know, and I, I, but I do think, um, uh, I do think that the DCEU is now trying to go in that direction because the the future films that have been slated are all solo films. So there's the Wonder Woman sequel, there's Aquaman, there's Shazam. So it feels like now they've learned, hopefully. They've learned their lesson, and they're just taking their time now. Another thing that I th- that I think is one of the uh, mistakes, and um, one of the reasons why the DCU is not succeeding like they're supposed to, is that they started the whole thing wrong. Um, maybe some of you may disagree with me, but um, going back to the beginning, the DCEU was started with Man of Steel back in 2013. Now. Um, before Man of Steel, the biggest thing that the DC, that DC had on the big screens was Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. 
So that's Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. Now, I think it was between, um, I think it was um, prior to the release of The Dark Knight Rises, um, people started, and I think this was also the time when Marvel was starting to, um, you know, um, gain traction on their, on, on their universe. Um, people, uh, they started talking. To, um, DC started talking to, ha- to have their own universe. And Christopher Nolan um, had an idea, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, he had an idea about how um, Superman um, could go. So he spoke with Zack Snyder, and Christopher Nolan basically became the godfather of um, what would become the Man of Steel movie. Now, they wanted Man of Steel to replicate the success of the Dark Knight trilogy, and also, they, but not only that, they also wanted to replicate the tone the realism, the grittiness of, uh, of it all. Now, I think um, the problem with that is realistic and gritty is not really the tone you want to take with Superman. Like, Batman is fine. Batman is brooding. Batman has a tragic, dark story. But that's why in the comics, whenever you see Batman and Superman together, they're like, um, they're like opposites. Um, one is dark, one is light, and, you know, it makes for, like, fun, witty conversations and all that, and also the dynamic is also pretty interesting, but to have that kind of tone, that gritty tone that they put in Man of Steel, I think that was really a big mistake, and, and then now, since it was the beginning of the DCEU, it also set the dark and gritty tone for what the DCEU, for, for what the next um, films in DCEU would be, which now they're trying to step back a bit. Um, what with um, Joss Whedon doing rewrites in Justice League, adding a bit of humor into it, um, even, um, even Shazam. Shazam is supposed to be a PG, like a PG-13 family-friendly, funny sort of, um, sort of movie. Although, yes, arguably Shazam is a... Shazam is a kid, <laughs> um, if, you, if you know the character. But anyways, um, I think for Man of Steel, basically, Wonder Woman was everything Man of Steel could have been. I think the reason why Wonder Woman was such a successful movie and why so many people loved Wonder Woman um, is the fact that they got the character right. Um, she wasn't dark. She wasn't brooding. Um, but she was very hopeful and yeah, you could maybe you could say that it was cheesy at times, but that's her. That's Wonder Woman, and so it worked. And I think that with Superman, that could have been what that could have been what he was. Uh, what that could have been what he could have been. That could have been what he could have been. I actually like that. That could have been what he could have been. But yeah, so I think the DCEU got off on the wrong foot. With Man of Steel. And now they're trying to dial it back. Now, it's not just about uh, humor. Although humor does play a big part. Um, Like for example, Justice League. um, Joss Whedon really did those uh, those rewrites to inject a bit of humor into it. Um, It worked, I guess, a bit. But in the overall scheme of things, yeah, it's just the whole um, tone of the the universe that 
is just a little off. Um, now going back to how they're supposed to do, uh, I think that going back to how there's, I think they're supposed to do it like one movie at a time. This has also affected the fact that the characters aren't really fleshed out yet. Uh, so for example, um, the, uh, for example, when, uh, in Avengers Infinity War, when a bunch of the heroes, uh, died, all of us, um, most of us, I mean, you on the internet were really affected, really, dare I say, traumatized, because we felt like we had a relationship and a connection with these characters. We really felt for the characters who died. We really felt for um, for Tony when he saw Spider-Man, when he saw Peter just disintegrate, okay? But uh, that doesn't happen with, well, almost all of the characters in the DCEU. Uh, for Wonder Woman, we feel strongly uh, with her. We're with her on her journey. Um, but because I think that, yeah, once again, Wonder Woman was made right. The tone was right. The writing of the character was right. But for the rest of the characters, it seems like we don't really have that sort of connection. And I think one of the biggest reasons is probably because these characters weren't really fleshed out in individual films before being put together in a team like in Justice League or Suicide Squad. And and it, there's also this big disconnect between these characters. Because, for example, um, Aquaman in Justice League, he seems like this wisecracking surfer dude. And uh, to be honest, I, I, maybe it's just me, but it kind of seems very... It kind of se- seems annoying. But then I think about it, and Thor is kind of similar in the MC in the MCU. But you know, people are okay with him. Although, um, in Thor's defense, um, he uh, oh no, I mean, although in Aquaman's defense, Thor has had the chance to have character development um, through uh, numerous films. So I'm hoping that uh, in Aquaman's solo film, we really see a deeper side of him and, you know, his character gets more uh, fleshed out. But that's exactly what I'm saying is that there's no, because there's no, because there's a lack of character development because of the lack of individual movies, it just, um, the characters kind of brush you off a uh, wrong way. Did you guys just hear me burp? If you heard me burp, that's just an extra for you. This is how Eric Rance works. Uh, it's just because I had dinner. Note to self, don't do podcasts when you just ate dinner. Anyway, consider that a bit of a like a two-second intermission. Uh, moving on. Um, even in the Suicide Squad, no one really cares about anyone in the su- su- in Suicide Squad because no one really knows anything about them except for those like short intros that they had. Um, it's not like sufficient time for the for the audience to really build a relationship with these um, uh, with these characters. Um, now it could be argued though. It could be argued that well there are other ensemble films which are relatable and that works. So why would it be wrong to have like all these characters in in one movie? Uh, well, I think that. I think the DCEU just really missed out on having individual movies 
would just focus on just individual characters, their arcs, their character development. Because A, it would make like tons of money for them for these individual movies first. And um and yeah, and, and just story wise, um people would have a more deeper connection with them. Like even Superman, like when Superman died in Batman ver- in BVS, uh it didn't really have that big of an impact on me. I mean, yeah, he was in Man of Steel, but the writing, like I said back in my previous point of Man of Steel not having the right tone, it didn't really make me relate to Superman that much because he was, uh, he wasn't written that well. Don't get me wrong, Henry Cavill is is awesome. He's he's a he's a great actor, but the writing of the character just um, just seemed. Uh, a little off. Although they were doing really, they were trying to tackle really great thing, uh, really great things like how Superman had to deal with um, with Zod being the only uh, the only Kryptonian left in the end of Man of Steel, and how they were asking these questions in BVS of how Superman if, if Superman turns evil basically like these were all great themes these were all great um these were all great arcs that could have been told well but they just weren't told well and well now i got into the uh, uh into the writing of the movie but uh but that's what i mean basically that there's a um disconnect um and i think the uh the last reason and I really don't like saying this, but it's a common denominator. Is um, in, at least in the at least in the majority of the the bad uh, the bad films that the DCEU has put out is uh, don't hate me, but I think Zack Snyder has a part to play in this. Now, once again, um, I think Zack Snyder is a is a great director. I think he's done some really good. Uh, I think he's done some really good stuff. I think um, he, the way, he, the way he composes shots, the way he has this vision of how things are gonna go. Like, like you could see like his, like three hundred, and how, he, and how these shots were just beautiful and they were executed really really dare i say perfectly but um uh there's a there's a video on uh there's a video channel on youtube called nerd writer and he explained a very good uh explained something about Zack snyder which i totally agree with is that um Zack snyder is a direct uh is great with cinematic moments and like i said 300 Batman versus Superman, even Man of Steel, there's a bunch of great cinematic moments there that are like great snapshot snapshots, great snippets, great great for trailers basically. Um in Man of Steel with uh with Superman with his fist on the ground before he flies off in Batman versus Superman, Wonder Woman's entrance which was totally badass. Like all all these moments are great. But they're great in short doses. 
in the sense that these are great moments, but when they're stringed together, they kind of feel very choppy. And so, I'm not sure. Uh, it seems to be that when Zack Snyder did the um, uh, the DCEU films, this seems to be the symptoms. Although, uh, like for example, his film 300 doesn't feel that way, but it seems um, there seems to be this sort of um, con- continuity, if if I could say, um, in the in in the films that he's done. Uh, he's done in the DCEU. So, uh, and it's also kind of telling because uh, with Man of Steel, uh, Zack Snyder directed it, and Batman vs. Superman, um, of all the DCEU films that have been released, uh, Man of Steel, Man of Steel, BVS, and Justice League are directed by Zack Snyder. And it's kind of telling that the first successful DCEU movie was not directed by him. Um, yeah, sure, produced, but uh, like directed and and written by him. I don't think Wonder Woman was. Uh, I don't think Wonder Woman was written by uh, Zack Snyder. So yeah, and so Wonder Woman was the first successful DCEU film. So I do think that that uh, I I do think uh, Zack had a ha- had a part to play with it. Now I'm not saying that he's out to sabotage the DCEU. That's not what I mean, but just what he what he did or what he tried to do just didn't work. Um, well, I I think those are all the reasons that I have. Now, um, I I just want to end with I just I want to end this on a positive note though. I like I said, I want to see the DCEU succeed. I want to see these characters I love thrive on the screen. I want to enjoy these movies. Um, but every time. Now that I go to watch a DCEU movie, I can't help but go in um, and ask myself, is this movie going to suck or not? And I really want to get that feeling away. I want to go into a movie excited, um, excited to see um, these characters on screen. Um, And it seems to be with, um, well, with uh, Jeff Johns stepping down and with the lineup of next movies, that's Aquaman, Shazam. Cyborg, and the Green Lantern Corps, uh, it seems that the DCU is taking the necessary steps to really um, to really make sure that their um, that their character uh, the stories they tell are great, that they do these characters justice, and I really and I think that they're listening to what people are saying now. Um, just judging from their lineup, I um, I think they're stopping the catch-up game that they're trying to do with Marvel and you know what they shouldn't play catch-up or they should they shouldn't really replicate what Marvel did I mean you know take a few notes here and there but you know do their own thing and of course um yeah I mentioned uh, um, all those other films but uh, I'm not gonna forget Wonder Woman 84 I I am there for Bay Diana so um, fingers crossed that the DCEU is going to do great in their next couple of films. Thank you very much for listening to my incohesive blabbering. That was episode two of Eric Rants. I'm just going to take this time to tell you about episode three, and it will feature the show's first ever guest. Uh, 
so stay tuned for episode three also i'm i also want to take this time to let you listen in on a submission believe it or not we i actually got a submission um like an audio submission from a listener i'm as uh, i'm more than surprised than you are yes i'm i'm uh, i definitely am more than surprised than you are because there this show only has one episode and we already had a submission so um here it is hey eric it's simply jay um keep going on your podcast it's rough starting and just relax talk and then maybe do a little editing there you go buddy keep it up don't give up thank you very much simply jay for those kind words of encouragement and once again thank you to you yes you you with the headphones on probably walking down the street do a thank you for listening to my incohesive rant uh watch out for episode three with my first special guest and also um do be reminded that this podcast is not just available on anchor.f uh, on anchor.fm but it's available on multiple platforms thanks to anchor so um if you want to see what those platforms are you can go to anchor.fm slash the real eric e that's anchor.fm slash the real eric e to see all the available platforms that eric grants is available on which includes apple podcast and google podcasts thank you so much see you in the next app bye